Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Roundtable. This is episode 21. I am your host, Kenny, and join me for today's discussion are my good friends, Tony, Anne, Chad, and Melody. Today we're going to be talking all about fantasy movies. I'd have to say fantasy movies are probably my favorite genre, just a smidge above science fiction. Uh, I've always loved fantasy movies. I love to escape into these amazing, crazy magical worlds and it's always a joy to watch a fantasy movie and though we don't get that many of them these days back when i was younger in the 70s and 80s uh, we got quite a few of them and i just fell in love with them but anyways we had a great discussion talking about fantasy movies the audio is a little wonky here and there and i do apologize for that Uh, we had some mic issues but i did do my best to clean it up so hopefully it sounds great to you guys and i hope you enjoy our discussion on fantasy movies. So let's go ahead and take a listen. Your dangers and tones and hardships are numbered. I have fought my way here to the castle beyond the goblin city. My will is as strong as yours. And my Stop! Can- Wait. Look, sir. Look what I am offering you. Your dreams. And my kingdom is great. I ask for so little. Just let me rule you. And you can have everything that you want. Kingdom is great. Damn. I can never remember that line. Just fear me. Love me. Do as I say, and I will be your slave. Today we're going to be discussing fantasy movies. For this episode, I have my good friends Anne. Hello. Melody. Hi. Chad. No, no, I was going to mix it up a little bit. Sorry. I was going to throw them off and I threw myself off. It's all good. Tony. Aloha. And Chad. Hi. All right. So fantasy movies. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> All right. I uh, first question is, why do we love fantasy movies? You like your answer. Go ahead. Oh, well, okay. The point of going to see a movie is to take you to a place that you, to, to you know be an escape. Right? Yes. Yep. Fantasy mm-hmm. movies offer escape in a very pure form. And they play into our mythology and people can identify with all the various character tropes that we always use in all the various fantasy movies. So they're relatable and they're a lot of fun. And yeah, dragons and swords are awesome. (laughs) Anybody else have a... I'm a very left-brained person. Um, Not that I'm not like creative or artistic or anything, but I'm just more left-brain oriented. And I think that just the artistry and creativity that goes into fantasy movies has always just been so astounding to me because that's not necessarily just where my wheelhouse is. Um, And yeah, I mean, I think just they're so creative and they have the opportunity to say so much outside of what you can say in reality. Hmm. Very cool. 
Anybody else have thoughts on why we love fantasy movies? Brings our worlds to life that we've read about and to see them expand into reality yeah. on the big screen is mm, makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and totally. yes, dragons and swords are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it's all about escapism. Mm-hmm. It's The world is already hard enough to live in it. So I enjoy taking two hours and just turning off the brain, mm-hmm. you know, and just having fun. And that's what these movies do for me. It's pretty much that. So let's go ahead and move on to our... This is going to be hard for everybody, I know. I was going to just make it your top fantasy movie of all time. And Whoa. Anne almost had a heart attack. Yes. <laughs> so I went to your top three. And I know I had a heart attack trying to come up with just three. Yeah. So yeah. just tell me your top 20 fantasy movies. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't no. have 20 you, in my you need, list. If you need that many, just, you know, what are some of your favorite fantasy movies of all time? I'll just open with... Uh, yes. Okay. Go chat. Labyrinth. Love oh! It. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Definitely it. on my list. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. Uh, I did too. Yes. I had no idea what I was getting into. I had no idea. I watched it by myself. I saw mm-hmm. a double feature of Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. I did too. Yeah. They That's another played, one. They must have played them together a lot because yeah, they were both that type of genre. But I remember my dad dropping me off at a theater, didn't want to stay and watch it with me. I was probably like, <laughs> when did that come out? I don't even know the year it, it came 80, out. It was early. Like, early. Yeah, so I was probably about 12 or 13 yeah. when it came mm-hmm. out. I'm, yeah. And uh, I fell in love. I mean, I the music, the puppetry, the it was just so amazing and... You know, it definitely sucked me in, mm-hmm. especially seeing Dark Crystal because Dark Crystal mm-hmm. <clears throat> took some time for me to actually enjoy. Yeah. So when I saw Dark Crystal and then I saw Labyrinth, I was like, "Oh my god, Labyrinth is like a thousand times better than Dark Crystal." I've enjoyed Dark Crystal more now. I understand it yeah. more as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, I mean, whether Labyrinth for me, it was just the first time I realized that something could be really dark yeah. and yet stunningly gorgeous. You know, like it was just mm-hmm. it's just darkly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that Dark Crystal just was dark and yeah. yet. You had to, I don't know, you had to grow into it. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I I think the best way to uh, view Labyrinth is the way that I viewed it, which is at a middle school girl sleepover party. (laughs) 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 Um, Because, you know, you're staying up late, you're kind of like more susceptible to everything. Mm -hmm. You're like 11 and like, you know, there's like David Bowie in it and he's like gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Wearing tights. Yep. Wearing tights. And a cod piece. Um, (laughs) Yep. And there's, uh, you know, it kind of like this young girl also, you know, exploring what it means to be an adult and have, uh, you know, responsibilities and, you know, duties to others. Um, but it's in a way that's very sort of accessible to a teen girl. You have like riddles, which are fun. You have friendships mm-hmm. with Muppets, which everyone yeah. loves, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's my earliest memory of a movie um, for me and a funny story is that when we would go to the like, home video to rent movies, we would, I would love to watch it so much. My mom would purposely go in before me and say, Oh, sorry, somebody's already rented it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Oh, I have to pick another movie. Okay. My other movie would be return to Oz. I've come to the conclusion as a child, I just like dark things or mm-hmm. twisted type yeah. of things. But I, I think as a kid, I just loved it because of the, the puppets and the, mm-hmm. and Hoggle and Ludo. And I'm just like, I want those friends. Mm-hmm. And, and, oh, yeah. It was in 
it's such a fun movie to escape into yeah. and and the the dancing scene where she's in um, yeah. her dress and it's um it's like a snow globe yeah. it's just so it's so beautiful yeah. and you know, and i fell in love with was it was the coordinator on that mm-hmm. so dr beverly crusher what? She was the dance coordinator for that. I didn't. I didn't either. know that. Yeah, she was yeah. a she was a dance coordinator Thank for you. many years before that. Putting that in the hand. But yeah, so she's one that choreographed all the, the whole dance scene, oh all of the da- all the dancing that happens <gasps> in the show. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Labyrinth is really ahead of its time too, because we have a female protagonist in mm-hmm. the in the early eighties, yep. and also yep. the the final battle is yep. not adjudicated with a sword fight. Yeah, it's it's yeah. sort of puzzle it's words. Thing. like it's, words, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, and it's it's. You know, and in that sense, like, 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 where does the power come from? And she gives it to herself ultimately. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's well, yeah. She takes the power away. Mm-hmm. You have no power. Over you have me. no yeah. power over me. Oh. Yeah, that's so good. Mm. That's saying that gives me chills. Yeah, I got, I got goosebumps. Very cool. Yeah. Anyone else have a favorite? Oh, I, we'll, I'm we'll one of each of us, and we'll just keep talking about. Oh. It. Okay. Uh, well, I have several, but um, I think we're gonna find some consensus. I, I like Excalibur. Oh, oh, I yeah. love the Jonathan Borman Excalibur. Yes. It was like yeah. like 1980, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah. I think what I think it was Terrence Mann. I think who was who who was uh, also a Broadway actor, but he played King Arthur, yeah. and it was mm-hmm. the yeah the, the the King Arthur uh, myth from you know how King Arthur was conceived until King Arthur's death. Yeah, and it was a saga. I can't believe it was over two hours long. And it most certainly would have been a television series if it was pitched in 2019. There's so many characters and so much going on. But, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was... I saw it when I was too young, too, because it's a very adult thing. I'm, I'm the same. You know? With a, <laughs> I, I just saw it as it was just fun sword fighting. I didn't yeah. understand. I loved the whole King Arthur's Court, and I knew yeah. about yep. that. Yep. But I don't think I appreciated it until in my 20s when mm-hmm. I watched it again. I was like, oh, my God. I, yeah. You get so much more meaning of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yep, know? Totally. Yeah. And yeah. again, another well cast movie. We got Patrick Stewart was in that movie, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, yeah. it was it was all all in all just and and the Arthurian legend. You can't you can't really go wrong. Yeah, with that. totally. Yeah. I just remember I saw this movie in college. I was a medieval and Renaissance studies major for a year um, before I changed majors like four times, and uh, I just remember there was one scene. I think it was the conception of King Arthur. And he's having sex wearing chainmail. Yes, he is. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my god, that must be so painful. <laughs> I just remember having this gut reaction of just like, oh. And really cold. Yeah. <laughs> just painful in every way. Cold, hard, heavy. Like heavy. Yeah. Just, oh. yeah. That's funny. Huh. Yeah. Gabriel now I gotta go back and watch this movie yeah. again. Yeah. I've seen this so long. I'm like, I don't remember this scene. <laughs> Uh, and how about you? I, I'll, I'll bring it up again. Uh, Return to Oz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, since you took Labyrinth, Sorry. Return to Oz is... No, that's okay. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can talk about Return to Oz again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, you Again, you have TikTok, you have Jack, you have Lena, you have Adventure, and it's not The Wizard of Oz. Right, yeah, right. And I think it's just so well done. And it, it there's images and that will stay with me forever is uh, Mombi and mm-hmm. the headless uh, dancers and all that sort of stuff but what the thing about that one again it's a female Mm -hmm. lead Mm -hmm. she's young and she's going on this adventure and nobody believes her with her imagination and and tiktok and jack (laughs) i just you know it's been a while i have it um if you would like i have i have i have it on obviously i don't remember 
probably any of it. Yeah. And then it's disturbing. It's just, yeah. <laughs> um, you have, cause it doesn't, you really only see scarecrow at the end. Mm-hmm. You don't, the cowardly lion and tin man again at the end. And there's these wheelers too that are, Oh, that's right. Um, I'll have a screening at my place. <laughs> you can watch this with me. You can do a triple Oscar. You can do the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Return to Oz and the Wiz. Yes. yes. Oh, I love the Wiz. Let's do it. The Wiz is I good. love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So I guess that's that's um, a childhood movie of mine that I'll mention. Yeah. That I really love. That's a fantasy film. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. On my list too. Yeah. Well, one of mine is probably one of my top fantasy movies is Willow. <gasps> oh yeah. Willow. Yeah. I, I mean, I know people say it's campy and cheesy now. But that's what makes it good. But I love, like, I loved every minute of it. I was already a huge... Um, uh, Ron God. Howard? Well, I, I was a big Ron Howard, but um, Warwick Davis. Warwick, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. 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 I, I was a fan of his, so it was, it was fun to see him without a costume on. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, he got to be himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm just, I love medieval... Science fiction, you know, medieval fantasy type uh, stuff. Yeah. So swords, and I love the brownies and the fairies, yeah. and <laughs> oh, gosh, the magic, the and you know all that stuff. And then you watch it now, and the brownies are pretty horrific graphic effects. Oh yeah, but they you still know, have some of the best lines. But, oh no, yeah. I mean, it's still such a well yeah. thought out movie, and um, it's just it's it's I put it on and just fall into it and just love it. So yeah. Definitely Willow. I agree, Kenny. I, I love Willow. I can quote it like crazy if I need to. And I, it's, it's very kind of much, you know, the, the unknown hero, the, the hero you never expect yes. to follow through till the very end, no matter what. Yeah. And it's a prelude to, I feel like with Lord of the Rings yes. in that aspect. Yeah. Sure. And, and I think that's, yeah. So yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right, Chad, what's your next one? Well, one of the- oh, Melanie. Oh, Melanie. 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 Get in there, girl. Um, for number one, I put Kiki's Delivery Service. That's- oh, my God. That is such a good movie. It's so good. I don't think I've ever heard of it. I don't know this movie. Before. What? Oh, my gosh. You guys are missing out. Okay. You are. It's actually your surprise. I didn't think of that. <laughs> bad Chad. Okay. Um, and it's about this little girl, Kiki, and mm-hmm. she's a witch. And when you're a witch and you turn 13, you need to, like, go out into the world and make a name for yourself. And most witches, they're, like, you know, they make beauty products or they're healers or they grow plants or something. Mm -hmm. And Kiki isn't good at anything. She's bad at at pretty much everything. The only thing that she's kind of good at is flying on a broomstick. So she goes to this, like, quaint little European town um, with her sassy cat. That's the reason and, I love the movie. Oh, that cat's cat, amazing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, and she meets this baker and she decides to become a delivery witch for the bakery. Oh. And, um, she, you know, she meets another guy, she meets another kid and he's into flying too, but he's really into like dribbles cause he's not magic. Mm. Um, and it's just this kind of like very cute and sweet coming of age story that's of course gorgeous because it's Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Um, about sort of not worrying what others want of you, but finding out your own strengths and exploring mm. that in whatever way you want. 
That's cool. I'll nice. go check it out. Yeah, I want to check this yeah. thing it's on my list. Now. Definitely <laughs> worth it. That one, and there was another one that was along with, uh, the, I can't remember the name of it, but something about Flying House. or Oh, uh, House Moving Castle? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Chad. Uh, well, one of the ones I remember that was I can remember very well from when I was kid was the Never Ending Story. Oh, yay! Yeah. Never Ending Story. But again, that was one I think I appreciated more as an adult because I saw it when I was a little kid when oh, it first no. came out. I cannot yeah. watch that movie still <laughs> to this day. Well, no, no, I can watch the movie, but right before the ending, where Atreyu yeah. gets you know like, yeah. like where the ending happens, I like I. I, I I still get like yeah. nightmares yeah. from that. Actually, that movie was scary. That movie is really scary. We had it on my parents' VHS taped it from the yeah. television, yeah. and it's as you know with old VHSs when you skip over them a lot. It's like they're <laughs> the scary parts are completely. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. No, that's definitely definitely on my list of one of my favorites. I mean, it's excellent. It's just yeah, I've just... considered uh, cosplaying as Rock Eater. Oh, <gasps> oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that'd be really cool. I think Rock Eater would be fun. I just gotta figure out how I would make it without it being too heavy yeah. and not crushable. Because if I did like you know paper mache, uh, yeah. yeah, I hit a wall and it would crush me. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, mm. but no, that's definitely on the tricycle. Um, yes, I'll do it. No, I have a whole speech about my hands. Yeah, you know, he's strong. Yeah, big he looks so hands. yeah, so sad. Gosh, so good. So many characters. In yeah, that, in that in that mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So so well done. Yeah, definitely, definitely good. We're talking about a lot of eighties movies. Yeah, we are. And, and, and one, but can, that's. Kiki's Solar Resource might be eighties or is it? 90s? It is, I think. I think it's yeah. early nineties. Oh, it's early nineties. I yeah. think mm-hmm. I'd have to go back and look. Okay, well, I got one more eighties. Is yeah. Legend. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, I and oh. I you know and I know people complained about that movie too. And there are two different <laughs> versions of it. With it. Tom Cruise? No. Legend. And Tim Curry. Oh, Tim, Tim Curry the as the dark. bad guy. He's yeah. the de- he's darkness. Yeah. He's darkness. Yeah. He plays he's darkness. Yes. He's darkness. Uh, but he does a lot of the devil. So. Where Tim Curry plays yes. some sort of form of darkness. Yes. 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 But this one he is darkness. Okay. He's the big horns, yeah. the red. Okay, I've seen Yeah. It's iconic us. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, Visually, it's a stunning. Visually, movie. it's stunning. It's mm-hmm. a simple, simple story. Yep. The acting is Tom Cruise in the eighties. You know, it's not <laughs> stellar. Right. Um, it has Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. Yeah. Mia Farrow. Thank you. That to me is like ultimate fantasy. With I mean, just walking around in that land, and there's so many specks of stuff in the air yes. I'm like, their lungs must have just been full of mm-hmm. crap in there oh. you know well that movie had two different releases as well yes. there was there was yes. a, like a UK release and, a, well, had, and an American yes. release right? well there was a director's cut mm-hmm. and then there was two different uh, scores right yeah uh, was that group Tangerine Tangerine Dream, Dream? yes Tangerine yeah. Dream did the the, the core the score for I think for the US version okay the and then there's know. another composer who did a more serious score for Someplace else, for, yeah, yeah, for another. But I mean, I loved all versions. They have you can you can buy like the Blu-ray, and it has both copies of it and the director's cut of it. Are there any major differences between the? You know, honestly, no. I don't know. Really. <laughs> I'm sure there are, yeah. but I just don't remember. Yeah. I just remember the visuals of it and the fairies and, and Meg Mucklebones. Yes, that's oh, Patrick, wow. or uh, Robert Robert Picardo. Picardo, yeah, yeah he yeah. plays the Doctor in Voyager. Mm-hmm. He played Meg. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a creature that comes out of the water. Yeah. 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 Uh, which I guess was supposed to be a bigger role, but it wound up just being that one little scene. It's scary though, with covered yeah. with all the goop yeah. and just like with the yeah. long nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was something. Though like that's that. definitely. It's funny, you know. You, you talk about scores. Uh, there was a one fantasy movie I really we need to talk about. It had, I think, the greatest fantasy score ever, in my opinion. But it's Krull. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Krull. Yeah, Krull. Uh, uh, Howard Shore, I think, is the is the composer okay. in that, but, but he, you know, it's an early work of his, but Krull is a movie that is a fantasy movie. They're fighting with swords, but the bad guys have laser beams, too. Yeah. Well, and, and you know why. There's a reason for that is because when they made Kroll, or yeah, Kroll, it was a fantasy movie. All that's all it was supposed to be is a fantasy movie. But Star Wars did so well that whatever the production company was said, oh, we need to make it sci-fi. So they went and they made these bad guys come from space. So it's a rock that comes from space. And invades planets mm-hmm. and teleports from place to place yes. as it's conquering this world. Yes, and yeah, that's why it's fantasy because there are magic and magicians yeah. and fire mares that can fly yes. and yeah, all you got sorts cyclops, of things. Yep. And you got the giant, you know, spider with the, the black widow in mm-hmm. the middle. Yeah, the widow of the web and yeah. the, the that green wizard in the yeah. in the marsh and all that. That's the, and then the glade. Oh. I love, that's one of the coolest weapons. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yeah. Have you seen yes, Crow? yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was just a really cool weapon. It's been a while since it's I've a, seen this one. It's been a weapon. long time. I don't know yeah. how you yeah. catch it yeah. because it's completely, you know, but I'm assuming yeah. if you can wield it, it yeah. won't cut you. You let it stop and then you just yeah, pick I, it up. <laughs> My other thing, favorite thing about Crawl is it has a, a you know, Kenneth. Masters or Masters is the mm-hmm. uh, Marshall Kenneth Marshall is the uh, the main character is Colwyn yeah but he ends up in DS9 Star Trek DS9 as, as Commander Eddington that's true so <laughs> well, I didn't know that until he with a full head of hair and just yeah. being because uh, the, the story I heard actually is he was you know fresh out of college and he was like the young leading man guy and he got crawl and then he went bald and he couldn't be a leading man anymore which was really sad for his career oh. although he was in feds too but <laughs> uh, uh, anyway but I just love crawl is what it comes down to I can always watch it whenever it's on TV TV well, Liam Neeson is in it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert um, Hagrid. What's his name? Robbie Coltrane. Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Coltrane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. Um, I need to go back and watch this again, I think. Oh, I need to so, see this. Yeah, I, love, I love this. I love mm-hmm. the movie. There's a bar in uh, Studio City called One Up, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, yeah. they yeah. play Crawl there all the Do they really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. They play a lot of 80s yeah. 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 films there now no, that I think about it. it's definitely up on my list. It's... Cheesy and campy, but it's so good. Like all the good ones are. It, yes. yes. It's so good. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a good choice. Speaking of cheesy and campy, Time Bandits? Oh, I love oh, Time okay. Bandits. Who doesn't love Terry Bandits? I've actually yeah. mentioned that. Someone's been like, I've never heard of it. And I was like, I don't think we no. can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we sit down and watch it right now. We're going to watch it now. I got it in my pack. Yeah, here, here it is. That was fun. Yeah, that was that's definitely that was so bizarre though. I remember yeah. watching it as because again, yeah. back in the eighties, I was you know what ten, you know ten to fifteen. It was I remember watching it and just I think I just enjoyed the visuals. I yeah, enjoyed. yeah, totally. I had no idea what was going on. I still I don't. couldn't follow the story. No, yeah. I some no kid idea. and these guys are time bandits and they're stealing a map and they're trying to find. I have no idea. I don't care. It's just a fun adventure. Yeah. Well, wasn't there some bad guy who like, had like, a stone heart? Was yep. that time? Yeah. Yes. Something and it was like made of evil and you couldn't touch it or you'd explode. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Totally. <laughs> makes the, total sense. The giants like on the pirate ship and then he got poked in the top of the head with like some sort of uh, goat yeah, juice or something yeah, yeah. and yeah. then he can't walk out of the water. Uh-huh. These are things I remember. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's time bandits. <laughs> yes. Very, very bizarre. Anybody have any more... When do you want to talk? Um, I mean, obviously, I have my big, big. Well, I know. I'm like, there's yeah. like the big ones I could the big start ones talking for me about. Yeah, and that, I'm, I'm with Kenny on yeah. this, but are, 
Can we talk about like uh, cartoons huh? too? Okay, yeah. Any, anything. Two two from eighties are the Secret of Nim, yes. and then oh, also God. the Last Unicorn. I those were I've both never of those. Seen are, the Last Unicorn. It is Again, how is that possible? Yes, it's I really know. good. I know. <laughs> yes, yeah. and I think that's why I don't watch it because yeah. I, I need to be in a very happy mood. No, it's really the, worth it. Yeah, the the Last Unicorn is. Oh. I have so, so many things of artwork from that yeah. because it just made an imprint in my heart. Yeah, sure. um, but yeah, Secret Nim. Those, Secret those, Nim. Those, those I, love, two I drew like, so much of the Secret. I have like I still have it somewhere. What? So, yeah, I used to draw when I was a kid. And I, I drew didn't every know character from Secret of Nim. Yeah, I, I would love, like to see this collection. Loved, loved that. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. So those are like two cartoon ones that Definitely. were fantasy those are great. ones that yeah. I gosh that I just yeah. love. Have you seen Coraline? Yes. That was one of mine. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That one's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, the big one for me is the most modern one is Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are not friends. <laughs> um, I was a huge fan when I was a kid. I read The Hobbit. I tried to really read Lord of the Rings. It was just too too much for me as a, a young kid. Um, so when the movie came out, I read it before the movie came out. Uh, and I just, everything about it was, it's my ideal fantasy. Yeah. You know, it's not cheesy. It's, it's There's serious moments, but there's fun moments. There is hobbits and different creatures and elves. And there's, you know, so much magic in it. And there's good and evil and all the basic mm-hmm. fantasy tropes. Mm-hmm. Um but it was so well done. Peter Jackson, Gosh, he took a yes. book that was not filmable and actually <laughs> filmed he, it. He, he made yeah. the movies, yeah. 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 So that's definitely, if I had to pick my most favorite fantasy, I probably would do that. Though Willow and Kroll are really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, and Labyrinth. And, yeah. yeah, I know. And, 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 Picking yeah. one. I can't do one. And, <laughs> and then it's like Lord of the Rings, which one? Which I do. Fellowship is my favorite that I can pick mm-hmm. of the three. That's easy to pick, um, just because I like the camaraderie. I like the companionship of all of them. It, it broke barriers finally with, uh, I guess you could say, award seasons and with mm-hmm. critics, yeah. and it became mainstream and yeah. everything. So I, I, I read the books before the movie too, and gosh, you just fall in love with these characters right away and the descriptions of Tolkien too yeah. and how it was created. And again, I just look at it and I'm like, this is, this is, yep. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be gone for a couple hours or five or six. I don't know yet. <laughs> or when they run all three of them in yes. the uncut oh, versions yeah. in a row it. and you're like 12 hours later, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember in the 90s in the run-up to them making the Lord of the Rings movies, there was a lot of fear that they weren't going to be able to get it right because, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. coming out of the 80s and then into the 90s when, it, when it, people thought of Hobbits, oh, are there going to be a cast of little people? Yes. Yeah. All these sorts of things. Well, that's not a Hobbit. And so just all the all the dangers that existed to get to where we got with the great Lord of the Rings movies. I'm, it's amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing because there are so many ways they could have screwed that thing up, but yeah. but they yeah. got it right. <laughs> and the Lord of the Rings movies, they're so incredible and they were so successful and it almost makes me kind of sad that fantasy... I mean, I think there's a reason that a lot of movies that are on people's lists are from the 80s and that's yeah. just because when fantasy movies were being made... I look at my list and it is mostly recent films, but you know, it might have been the only fantasy film that came out in 2006 or 2015. And I think that, like, you know, the 80s were a moment when fantasy films were really, really prescient in popular Mm -hmm. culture. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, almost wish The Lord of the Rings had kind of brought that back. 
Uh, yeah, that would be nice. You're right. It's, it's mm-hmm. We did get Game of Thrones I'm trying to think because of, of Lord of the Rings. Fantasies. That's true. And maybe we'll get more things because of Game of Thrones. But I mean, we're getting the Lord of the Rings yeah. Amazon. Uh, yeah, series. on Amazon. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just I love the whole medieval sword sorcery mm-hmm. type of fantasy. Yeah. And I don't think we get that as much. No. We get, you know, Game of Thrones, but that's like political intrigue and yeah. Very much. fighting and death yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, and I mean, I think there's more space for more sort of medieval fantasy movies, especially as we find out more and more about medieval Mm -hmm. history and how Mm -hmm. different it is than what we perceived. It really opens up the door to new ways to imagine the way the Middle Ages were in a fantasy setting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. Unless anyone else has any movie they absolutely want to talk about, which means we don't have to talk. We can talk later about movies as well, but... You probably okay. will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we more than um, likely. All right, so uh, what do you guys... I kind of mentioned my favorite type of fantasy genre. You know, there's, there's you know, comic fantasy, medieval fantasy, fairy tale fantasy. Um, mm. Do you have a particular type that you like? Like, I'm huge into medieval. I love sword and sorcery. That type of fantasy is my favorite fantasy. Anything? I, I like hybrid sci-fi fantasy. Mm. And I'm going to point mm. to three examples. I'm going to okay. point to Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I am going uh, to point to Krull, which I yeah. pointed before. And I'm going to point to Dune. Yeah. Oh, yep, How did we not say Dune yet? Well, well so Dune but could Dune be science fiction. Science fiction. Yes. Yeah. But, but it's not totally fleshed out. And there are fantastical elements. Mm-hmm. There are, I mean, there are superpowers and yeah. things. And, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, human, like, you know, maximum genetic potential being realized. But at the same time, it's these fantastical elements that come together. Prophecy is yeah. yes. there. Yeah. You know, Big. those sorts yeah. of things. So I, and I like it because it allows us to talk about it. Like, what is sci-fi? What is fantasy? Mm-hmm. And like, 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 how do we define that? Yeah. Like, where are... Well, I mean, I love it. The fact that Star Wars, you think Star Wars, you think automatic sci-fi. But then it starts with in a galaxy far, 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 far away, away, or long yeah. ago in a galaxy far, far away, which is way back in the past. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. which it makes it more fantasy. Yeah. But it's an interesting topic. Yeah, where does where is that line? Yeah, exactly. You know? Interesting you say that, because my genre, I would actually say for fantasy, um, is the modern overlay. Hmm. So, because two of the ones we didn't even get to, but there's a movie called Zathura, which was the sequel to Jumanji. Oh, oh I've never right, seen right. that. Yeah, never I, seen I do that. remember that shockingly cheesy fun yeah but go on with that i mean it's okay. not, it's not yeah, the best yeah. movie ever made but i actually really enjoyed it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um and then uh, it was a disney movie i believe called it it was called enchanted oh yes. i love enchanted oh but enchanted. It, it's literally like yes. okay. Matt, <clears throat> you know my, fa- like my favorite book series is the harry dresden file so that kind of oh, fantasy oh, genre is the is the, is the like overplay yeah urban okay. fantasy it's probably what i would go to before anything else nice yeah i would say similar to that i would say maybe magical realism is my Ooh, like favorite yeah. type of fantasy because i have things like pan's labyrinth big fish mm-hmm. oh. And oh, oh big fish yeah. yep. and that's They're those all, all kind of use fantasy to think about how moments of reality are exaggerated in our own lives yeah Definitely. I'm, I'll go with, with what Melody said with magic, but then also go with medieval. I just, those are my go-to fantasies. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not picky. Mm-hmm. I'll take, I love it all. Yeah. Everything no, no, no. Again. Yeah. Bring all, it. It's all amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take mm-hmm. anything for fantasy. Yeah. Um, now, here's an interesting question. If you could take a book series and turn it into a fantasy, either movie or TV series. I think I've already answered this. Do you have a book series that you would want? <laughs> I, I'll i just go. I yeah. would, it would be the Harry Dresden series if I could do it. But that was mm-hmm. a TV series. It was horrible. I know. I watched it. <laughs> that does not that exist. My introduction to Harry Dresden. So oh, I'm so sorry. I would redo it and do it correctly. Okay. Yeah. Um, because it, it was done more of like... Um, 
because uh, that came out in the late 90s, I want to say, or early Early, early 2000s. And it was done in that kind of period. Yeah. Which was not what it should have been. Like, okay. it's very much, like, if they could take that, the, the, the streamline now being a little too real in your fantasy, you know what mm. I mean? Like, Game of Thrones is very hyper-realistic, but yeah. it's also yes. fantasy. Yeah. So okay. I think that would lend very well to that series. I'm actually okay. listening to one right now in, uh, in, uh, in the Jeep on the way here. Mm-hmm. But that would be mine. That's a book series that I've been wanting to get into. So, so good. I'll check. There's like yeah. 18 novels now. Love it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Too many for me. <laughs> That's why I'm listening to them, right? <laughs> yes, listen. Yes. Yeah. How about you, Melody? There's a book uh, called Temper by Nikki Drayden, and it's Ooh. an alternate future fantasy novel about... Um, so in this novel, South Africa... Uh, was never colonized by the English because it was one of the major trading partners of the Ottoman Empire. Mm. And in this future, um, the gods, um, and, and these are based on like sort of African uh, um, archetypes of gods, um, have deigned that everyone will be born as a twin. And one, and there's a seven uh, virtues and seven vices. And there will be one twin that has more virtues than vices and the other that has more vices than virtues. And it creates this kind of like interesting class system. Hmm. Um, and eventually the gods are brought into play, the god of the vices and the god of the virtues. Um, and there's this whole kind of standoff. And I think that that would be like a visually that gorgeous cool. and, and interesting oh. series. Yeah. Wow. That sounds cool. Do you watch American Gods? I don't have stars. Uh, neither do I. I want you to someone to tell me it's really good so I can, <laughs> I can just like, yeah, I was assuming you'd seen it. I was that. really excited they were turning it into a series, yeah. though, because that's the only Neil Gaiman work I don't like, actually. Really? Um, oh. Which made me excited that they were turning it into a series because they might maybe have changed the things I, I was less Make it more palatable? Yeah. Anybody else have a book series? Not necessarily a book series. I'm, I'm glad they made Discovery of Witches. Um, I'm excited to see that on Shudder. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, but the Neil Gaiman, I really love the grave, graveyard book. Oh, so good. Uh, that's, it's not a series, but that's a beautiful story, uh, with vampires and mm. ghosts. And yeah, I don't want to, it's, it's just a fantastic story. And it's been rumored to be like Ron Howard was going to get into it or something like that. But, there's that one. I'm excited about the new Dune, I gotta mm, admit. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's done right. Yeah. Cast is great. I think they will. I, I like the director, yep. too. He did yep. Arrival. And yeah. Gosh, that's a good movie. Did yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. see the documentary Yodorowsky's Dune? Yes. No. Oh, so there's this, one of the famous, one of the movies I had on my favorite fantasy list is by this um, Mexican director, Alejandro Yodorowsky, who makes crazy bananas off the wall films. Okay. And he was going to make a Dune, and it had like Salvador Dali in it. He was going to play the Emperor of the Universe. Wells. Oh, wow. Yeah. Baron Harkonnen. Yeah. And um, it, he, <laughs> so he'd gotten him through <laughs> Austin. The production like fell apart at the last minute. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the conceptual artist they had, uh, like H.R. Giger, was like one yeah. of the consulting conceptual oh, artists. Oh, yeah. It was really, yeah. it was a really start. Everything about it looked like Whoa. it was going to be amazing but like lots of things that were fueled by too 70s? much LSD it kind of uh, you know kind of <laughs> yeah like, like mid 70s uh, I think right I think it, so yeah it was yeah. around Star Wars like it was, it was Star Wars adjacent interesting so. I did not know this yeah that's wow. interesting <laughs> cool alright let's go ahead uh, this is going to be my last question do you have a favorite character from any of your fantasy movies 
Everybody, <laughs> everybody goes back to what movie should we pick? My movie Willow up good just because I love Willow. Um, and I just think he's he's a hero. You know, he's small. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think he's anything. You know, and, and especially when he's goes up to the, um, oh, I can't remember his name, Billy Barty's character. Oh, the, the, yeah. The, the most powerful, you know, where magic lies and it's in his own hands, not. <laughs> and I love that he realized, that's, that's the whole movie, it's him realizing that yeah. he has the power within himself to mm-hmm. do what he wants to do. Um, but yeah, he's definitely would be on my list of my one of my favorite fantasy characters. Well, I I would say I'm, I'm going to go original. So the um, well, the first movie I ever saw was Wizard of Oz, but the second movie that I ever saw and the one that I wore out as a VHS was Conan the Destroyer. Mm. Oh my! Oh God. yeah! So, so and not the Barbarian, <laughs> no, the Destroyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got you. I Conan the Destroyer. Yep. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, it, it, it's totally like I, I was like a, a little boy, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Olympia with the gigantic sword killing yeah. killing beasts with red capes and stuff it was you know and i i can still watch that movie and i you know that that was my first idea of a hero was conan nice. oh that's nice. cool nice. nice that's awesome um i would have to say it's from a movie we haven't talked about which now that i look at my list i'm surprised we didn't but i would say it's wesley from the princess bride Oh, oh, so nice. Oh, yeah. How did we miss that? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I literally got down. I was like, "How did we? Did we not say that?" <laughs> Probably its own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's a good one. Yeah, definitely. yeah. That's always going to want a peanut. Like, like, <laughs> inconceivable. I don't know why, but this is the character that just keeps jumping out at me from my list. But Captain Shakespeare from Stardust. Oh my god, that's also on my list. Stardust, that's another one. That's another one on my list. I was like, why? So yeah, Captain Shakespeare is this like queer cross-dressing lightning pirate captain (laughs) who's played by Robert De Niro. Yeah, beautiful. He's amazing. Amazing. Delightful is a really good. It's fantastic. Which made me buy the, the Blu-ray of it, mm-hmm. so I have it. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. I'm it's really good. It just always makes me happy when yeah. I watch it. I, yes. wa- I watch it when I need to get like a to improve my outlook on life. Yes. I usually sit down and watch Stardust. Yeah, it's so good, so good. God. Do you have a favorite uh, character, Anne? I have a lot. <laughs> it's so Start bad. naming them. But the first, the the first one that came to mind was Aragorn. To be honest. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. being honest, that's who I I think the question would be who from that series, yes. and then yeah, because I got one there too. Yeah, no, it's so, so it's it's kind of tough, but that's the first person that came to my mind. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Princess Bride. Darn it, Wesley would have been a good one too. Yeah. I like Inigo more than Wesley. Me personally. Yeah. yeah. He just never really... I mean, don't be wrong. Both characters are great. And he's got the line of the movie. Like, yeah. Let's, yeah. Like, he's got the line of the movie. Yeah. That he gets to say like 12 times. <laughs> yeah. But it's just the the casual confidence that yeah. he portrays. Even to remotely in the beginning part of the movie, but as yeah. it goes on, he develops it up when he's the Dread yeah. Pirate. No, I mean, just what a performance from Andy Patinkin. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. 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 All right, so uh, before we say goodbye, we're gonna, I realize we missed Princess Bride. Anyone want to say anything about Princess Bride? Actually, before we talked, I challenged her to a movie that I didn't think she would know. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, let's okay. hear it. Let's hear it. It's called The City of Lost Children. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay now. Woo! <laughs> well, that was taken care of. I can sleep tonight. I can pick the most obscure movie off my list and see if you know it. Well, it's actually one of the ones that's on your favorites I haven't seen, so. Okay. Um, let's see. Have you seen 
Holy Motors. No. Got nothing. Yeah, it's a French film from several years ago. I don't think so. Um, it's a fantasy? It's a, yeah, oh. it's, it's kind of more like an urban fantasy. It's, it's French, so it's not very well explained what the plot is. But uh, <laughs> there's, there, there's this guy, and he transforms into all these different types of people and does everything from comforting a girl at a party to stealing a famous actress to, uh, or sorry, kidnapping. You can't steal a human. Uh, uh, I like that verbiage, though. Yeah. Cool. Um, to, like, uh, creating this, like, weird CGI, like, uh, snake pornography film to, like, all sorts of different weird I'm writing things. this down right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's this one called again? Holy Motors? Motors. Yeah. Okay. Holy hmm. Motors. As in, like, car engine motors. Mm-hmm. Yes, because right. he's driven around... Like, so he is maybe an actor or maybe he's some sort of like trickster. It's very unclear, but he's driven, it's French. Uh, He's driven around from place to place in this limousine by this woman in a mask. Um, Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. All right. Well, on that note, thank you guys for uh, talking fantasy movies. I'm sure we get a pop to. I mean, there's tons and tons. There's a lot more. Yeah. Maybe they can get on Star Wars movies. No. I mean, yeah, there's, they can go on and on forever. So thank you guys again for talking with me, and hopefully uh, we will talk to you guys again real soon. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode. As I said, we're all huge fantasy fans. Uh, th- we could have gone on and on and on, and I know we didn't discuss nearly enough fantasy movies. We just picked some of our favorites, not even all of our favorites. It was just a very tough topic to try and squeeze into like a 30-minute discussion. So we'll probably have to do another fantasy movie podcast just because there are so many amazing fantasy movies out there. And some I never even heard of that I learned on this podcast, which I can't wait to watch. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. For me personally, you can go to at GeekyFanboy. If you want to follow the podcast, you can go to at Geek underscore Roundtable. We're also on Facebook. Just type in the Geek Roundtable and give us a like. That would be much appreciated. And if you want to send us any comments or any suggestions on topics for a roundtable, you can go ahead and send your emails to thegeekroundtable at gmail.com. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this discussion on fantasy movies. Again, I want to thank my amazing co-hosts, Tony, Anne, Chad, and Melody. And of course, I want to thank my listeners for you. We would not have a podcast. And I hope you come back again for the next one. Until then, take care. From the creator of Star Wars. From the director of Cocoon. A world is awakening. Why, with the strength of my great army, can you not find one little child? It's a dangerous world. That's why we need your help. Your journey has just begun. Willow. Heroes come in all sizes. But adventure doesn't come any bigger than this. Find the child. Find the child. We are not afraid of you. After them! You're going to get us killed. Adjust them completely. 
next great adventure. You are great. Willow. Coming in May. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. The Geek Roundtable Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives Works 3.0 United States License All Rights Reserved.